The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to Content Strategy Week on the Voices of Search podcast. This week, we're going to publish an episode every day talking about what you need to know to kick your content into high gear. Joining us for Content Strategy Week is Cassie Dell, who is a Senior Client Success Manager at Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise-scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. And in addition to being our guest today, Searchmetrics is also the presenting sponsor of the Voices of Search podcast. So far this week, Cassie and I have talked about simplifying your keyword research, choosing between building trending and evergreen content, and understanding the topic intent for the pages you're building. Today, we're going to continue the conversation talking about competitive research. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked-to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the fourth installment of Content Strategy Week with Cassie Dell from Searchmetrics. Cassie, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Hello, good morning. Good morning again. Excited to continue our conversation about content strategy. We've covered a lot of ground this week talking about how to figure out what to target, what type of content it's going to be, whether it's evergreen or trending. And yesterday, how to provide the right experience, understand what intent the user has At some level here, we're really focusing on ourselves. Well, we want to rank for these topics and we want to be known for this type of content and we want to understand our customers, but you're not the only fish in the sea, Cassie. There are other people that are trying to create the same type of content and it's a zero sum game. It's the fist fight of SEO. How much do you think about your competition and and how do you understand what they're doing? In general, there's always going to be just another competitor almost every single day for everything you're writing. Everyone's optimizing and creating 
there's always going to be a huge pool of competitors when it comes to content. So I think in general, kind of having a pulse on it as you're either creating or in general, just kind of optimizing that strategy when it comes to content. Competitive research is one of the top things I usually tell folks to look out for and a great place to start. So, you know, if I'm running a company and I've got a topic and it tends to be a commodity product, there's a lot of other commodity products that are out there that are competing for the same thing. So is the goal here to build something different? Is the goal here to build something that's better than what the competition is? How do you figure out how to, you know, modify your SEO strategies in a competitive environment? Definitely always build something better if you can. But different in general, Google always is going to favor unique content. I think I've heard that for just years across almost every single algorithm update is be unique, be unique. So I'm always surprised when I tend to Google stuff or look up keywords and the top even 10 results are, hey, this is the top 10x, the top 7 why the top eight, and it's just like every single one of them is some version of a listicle, because usually Google is so good at kind of weeding those out. Um, I think in general, coming towards especially very competitive topics, there's so much opportunity in looking at everything that's out there. If for a really, really popular keyword, every single one of those results are how to, how to, how to, how to, why don't you go in and answer, hey, here are the top six questions about this given topic. Hey, here's a four or a step-by-step process to do something like this. Go in with something different and something unique just by kind of understanding what's out there and what everybody else isn't doing essentially. So understanding how to do something different, you have to understand what people are doing. What's the way that you spy on your competition? Do you have to break into the office and look over their shoulder as they're typing, or is there a different way to understand their SEO strategies? Don't break into anybody's offices, people. I'm kidding. Um, I think in general, again, SEO tools definitely save quite a bit of time here. With every website, there's always going to be at least a good group of competitors. I'll usually ask clients when I'm first talking to someone or onboarding and saying, Hey, who's that number one competitor you guys benchmark against? Like who has really great content? Like you just love their strategy. They always kind of there and present in every single one of those SERPs. So in general, like I'll usually tell folks to spend a few weeks a year looking at those competitors, trying to kind of understand, filter through their website, see how things are structured, how often they publish content, what type of content they're publishing. Does it relate to their products? Is it relating to something completely different? And they're going just purely content and kind of bridging it along the way. What's successful for some of those people? And then in general, obviously, that tool part of it is understanding who you tend to share a lot of those SERPs with, who are those biggest benchmark competitors and who owns quite a bit of that market and a lot of the SERPs that your business goes for. So Cassie, give me an example of a brand or company or an entity that has competition that doesn't seem like it would be who you'd expect it to be. EDU, honestly, like online college is a really great example here. Because obviously they're going to have quite a bit of competition, not only for in-person, colleges and degrees, but also a lot of their competing online degrees and online competitors. But there is also going to be a lot of information out there by media sites and aggregator sites that tend to rank them or rank degrees or tend to talk about different career paths and success with student life, things like that. So they're going to have a whole group of competitors that are their direct competitors in terms of ROI. And then they've got a whole group of competitors that are going to take a bunch of traffic writing articles 
and they are not picking up any of their students or requests for information. They are purely just taking their traffic. That's interesting. I, you know, I was going to use the term SEO or, or let's say the term marketing, where if you want to rank for marketing, you're going to run into marketing publications. You're going to run into marketing companies. You're going to run into LinkedIn and social media networks that are talking about the topic. There's going to be message boards. There's all types of different competitors that are ranking for this specific topic. Now, let's say I'm the MarTech podcast, my other show. If I'm trying to rank for MarTech, there's MarTech vendors, there's MarTech companies, there's MarTech publications. I'm a podcast. Everybody's trying to rank for this, but I'm not directly competing with any of them because, you know, we're the only MarTech podcast in town, or at least the only one worth listening to. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So when you're thinking about understanding who your competition is, knowing it might not be your direct head-to-head sale competition, you know, how do you figure out what that list looks like? Yeah, so in general, I mean, kind of understanding what topics in your business or especially kind of content topics are going to lean a little bit more towards you versus those standard competitors and what topics are going to lean towards those unconventional competitors. In that case, you might need to structure quite a bit of content to compete in their game. So the same way if I was a college and I had a bunch of career degree pages, that's something where I, in my industry, most career and degree pages are going to be structured very similar that type of content is going to look like a comp- or content on one of my direct competitor pages. Whereas if I'm writing about an entire article of a career path of a nursing degree, and I'm competing with a really good editorial site that does this and has incredibly structured content, they might have an author, an update, a published date, things like that. I might need to have a segment of my business that tends to compete in that template or structure of content that is out of the norm for my direct competitors. All right. So once you figure out who your competition is, then you have to figure out what they're doing. How do you analyze your competitors' pages so you understand what they're doing so you can either do something better or different? I think in this case, it's helpful to utilize some of those tools to see if they tend to follow certain templates around listicles, FAQs type of articles in this case. 
in general, how they structure, because obviously an editorial type of content is going to structure the site in different verticals. They might cover a whole editorial site, but they might also cover health and politics and a million other different topics. And this is really only one niche of their business. But for you, it's a pretty competitive type. So I think in this case, timing of how often they publish or update some of these types of things that might be a good evergreen competitor to your site. And then in general, where they link, I will say aggregators do have a benefit as to they can link to a lot of different websites. So if they're doing something and saying these different degrees are helpful, they can link to you and five other different online universities. Whereas you're likely not going to link to your competitors in that case. So trying to find a little bit of strength in what value you can add to that by, let's say, user stories or research from your students. Some of those things that an aggregator or an editorial site wouldn't have access to, playing your strengths in that case to make your content a little bit more helpful gives you a competitive edge. This is a little bit of an art and a science here where you can go and you could do your research of a given page. You can try to classify how many uh, how many pages, what topics someone is covering to understand what their content strategies are. But you also have to break down specifically what type of content they're producing, what type of media they have on the page as well. There's tools here that'll help you figure out what you need to put on the page, we mentioned content experience earlier in the search metrics is content experience earlier in this series. There are ways for you to understand not only what your competition is doing, but also what you need to do to outrank them. At the end of the day, that's really the trick here. When you're thinking about not only understanding your customers, but outranking them, what are the ways that you just make sure that your content shows up the most effective with the highest rankings? Yeah, of course. I think in general, the structure to it, obviously the most readability in that case, having a pretty diverse amount of content. So use things like subheads and bullets and really helpful media, videos, images, in terms of some of even the SEO side, having really great tags that are relevant to what you're writing. In general, the strength of having a lot of that designed with a wealth of different aspects makes your page really complex in Google's eyes. And it looks like it has a lot of perspective coming from that area. So your perspective on content is unique because you're in that industry. The way that they kind of tend to bleed across multiple topics, because you're in that industry, you specialize in the topic, utilize those specialties. And like I said, the amount of resources and knowledge that the rest of your website has that you can link to or group in a piece of content will be immensely helpful. SEO is generally a zero-sum game. When someone goes up, someone goes down. And the competitive aspect of SEO is incredibly important. Understanding where there is opportunity, understanding who you're competing against and figuring out not only what they're doing, but also what works for you. You know, you have to not only be introspective and look at what your strategies are and what your team has the ability to produce, you also have to understand what's happening outside of your front door to try to figure out where you're going to find room for opportunity. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. 
Thanks for listening to my conversation with Cassie Dell, Senior Client Success Manager at Searchmetrics. If you'd like to hear more of Cassie and Searchmetrics' tips for building an effective content strategy, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we wrap up Content Strategy Week by talking about content timing and updates. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Cassie, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit her company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. Music.